this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Oh, sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe over on YouTube.com slash TV. Don't like to watch us? I understand that can happen every now and then. Listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe there. Or we're now also on SoundCloud. That's right, SoundCloud.com slash TV. It's all free. Speaking of... Uh, I don't know how that was going to tie in, but we have Roxy Stryer. Speaking of free, we have Roxy Stryer. Is that where we're going with that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me back for Revenge. And we had a lot happen in tonight's episode that we can discuss here at the table. It's just me and you, the power team. That's right. Uh, You know, the episode's called Loss, and hopefully we won't feel the loss of our other co-hosts, although we do miss them in their hearts. Yeah, of course we do. Um, And I'm sure they'll text us throughout their week, their various opinions, and we'll let you guys know via social media um which if you guys want to talk to us it's at afterbuzz tv hashtag abtv revenge uh, and if you want to talk to me you can find me at roxy stryer spelled like it sounds <laughs> more or less uh couple for mayor tina cap and uh britta underscore gar so yeah is the other one and phil's just at afterbuzz tv that's right <laughs> um so uh lots to talk about um let's start with let's start with the sort of quote-unquote smaller things then we'll build up to obviously the the climax of tonight's episode with the death of the baby i sure as heck miss lyman tonight do you yeah i really did i felt the loss and his presence was not there and i wondered if i'd ever feel whole again well ain't you gonna go to savannah for the funeral no no i'm not <laughs> You're not okay. No, but this was really intense the way this played out. I mean, obviously we got to witness what happened, but I was wondering if at what point, if at any, she would Louise would tell Nolan what happened. Uh, and I'm really, really glad that she did decide to come clean to him tonight after lying to the cops. <laughs> she did a really good job of lying to the, to Ben. The character's a good actress. 
She is. The, the actress is a good actress also, but <laughs> and who knew was, Louise was such a talented actress? I mean, the, the, I, just in general, I, you know, they did a really good job of kind of flashing back. Every time she said something, they juxtapose it with the moment of that was actually happening. Right. I like that editing technique, too. It was cool to watch. So, J- Just in case you forgot what actually happened last week. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we need it. So much happens on the show. It's nice to have those little reminders in case anybody missed it or whatnot. So, and just because it was cool to watch, I like that. Um, but it was really interesting in that time was when Nolan says, "No, she fought for him. If anybody disliked Lyman, it was me." Do you think that was foreshadowing for now? Maybe the police are going to investigate him. It was his property that it se- he seemingly fell from. He's the one who said that he had a problem with him. Um, obviously, if they do find any of the evidence that he was trying to get off that hard drive, they're going to see that he was stealing from Nolan. Maybe that would tie him to him. All these things are definitely in the air. I, I really don't want to go that way. And I feel like Ben's sort of becoming an insider. You know what I mean? He's part, he's of, the, part of the team. He's part of the team. And I feel like he knows not to dig too deep. Huh. Hopefully. It's interesting you say that because I do think that he is a cop first and foremost. And yes, we've seen him do some uh, things that are... He put the blood sample back in. But only because he knew it was right. Only because he knew that that was the truth. He wasn't trying to fake anything or make up a lie. That was the real blood sample. If Emily was like, here's this fake blood sample that will show he was clean. Can you use this? I think he would have said no. Fair enough. Uh, 100% understandable. I feel like, um, I know we said we wanted Louise to tell Nolan the truth because they love, you know, because of their new bond and things like that. And, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk about the social worker in a minute. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But one of the things I've learned is the best kept secrets are the ones that you, you only you know. And you know what? Where she got away with it, she should have just probably just kept her mouth shut. You sound like Pretty Little Liars. Two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. That's right. That oh, oh should we do Southern the whole time? That's right. At least maybe for this segment, but I can't do it for too long. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Lyman has the thickest, deepest Southern accent I heard in a long time. Was that good? Very that good. good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I get why you think it would have been a better kept secret if she'd never told anybody. But I do think that when she says, "I don't like being lied to," you're the only person, Nolan, who hasn't lied to me. I want to give you the same courtesy. I think it's good, and I do think in case crap hits the fan and she needs kind of an out now that he knows what happened, he will be able to help her if something is discovered because he mm. really does love her and she loves him too. Yeah. Well, she didn't tell him about the flash drive quite in the sense that she saved it and whatever else. Well, so what happened when he does fall? She keeps the thumb drive or what, uh, the flash drive. She ends up having it, right? It doesn't fall with him. Or did it? That's my belief, although that's still 50-50. And from uh, the cutaway to, to today, it seemed like uh, even though the fall 
obviously is deadly, it, it can still keep things intact. You mean like devices? I.e. the thumb drive would just landed next to him. On the sand. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to necessarily shatter. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. If it went down, if she still had I have to go look at it carefully. If she still had it, though, it could be in a drawer somewhere, and it could be traced back to him buying it, or it could have some of his other stuff on it, and they could find it. Or if it was down there, the police probably already have it. Or maybe she went down there to get it. We don't really know. Who knows? I would think not... Not the last, not the latter, because I don't think she was in the right state of mind to go down and retrieve it. She seemed pretty shocked. She, uh, you know, speaking of her acting, before we move on, it, it was, she obviously couldn't act around her hus- husband, yeah. Nolan, because she spilled that thing everywhere. But as soon as Ben came, it was, well, you, you know I like my fireman. Yeah, she did a good job when the police came, but I was curious about that. If she was planning on telling Nolan anyway, why go through the trouble of making this hangover cure? I don't think she was planning on it. I think she's just like, I, I think she was slightly overwhelmed and she was like, before, you know, I'm glad I got away with it, but, but before it gets any further. Right. Let me consult. Are you fully trusting her at this point? Yeah. Me too. And that makes me nervous because anytime I am, I start to fully trust somebody, I feel like, uh-oh. Something bad's going to happen. She just know, now she's starting to know too much, and she's on our team, and I really like her, and she's in with Nolan, she's in with Emily, and she is still a little crazy. So I, I think we got to keep her eye not. out. They're not intimate, which is where Tony Hughes comes in, and Nolan he wasn't he was picking up what he was putting down, yeah. sort of. Don't call me Mister Hughes, it's Tony, and don't call me married. That's a long story. All right. Here's the deal. How many times have you heard that line from a married person? Like, oh, it's it's complicated. As a social worker, you would think hearing that, he would say, call me when it's not so complicated. Because he was like, oh, I don't want to be a homewrecker, all this stuff. But all Nolan had to say was it was complicated. Let me buy you a drink. I don't know about that. And also... Do we feel comfortable with Nolan dating other people? I mean, certainly not a social worker. No offense to social workers. Not at least not this particular social worker. Right. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of feeling like he was maybe at some point going to be intimate with Louise because he is bisexual, and we have seen him with both men and women. Um, and I, I know that he has so much love for her. And last week he talked about how everybody in the world must find her attractive and. I thought that he was including himself in that. Um, and now, and, and then also a couple of weeks ago, when he was trying to talk about Emily, she was like, oh, are you sleeping with her? And he said, no, but I, I could tell that was probably something she wouldn't like. So I don't know how she'll take it if she finds out that he's dating other people. I don't think she's dating other people. And I, I don't really know. It's kind of a uh, fishy situation going on here. Yeah, well, certainly in the eyes of the court, you cannot date somebody while you're married. I'm, it's not illegal. It's what do you mean? It's not it's, illegal. It's not illegal to sleep with somebody else to date somebody else while you are married. You, me, you cannot be married to two people at once, but you could. You can be dating other people while you're married legally. It's not right. What is your definition of dating, and where is this law book that you read? Buying somebody a drink. 
Okay, that, that first off, that 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 just automatically implies that anytime you buy anyone a drink, male, female, does beaver, you wouldn't call this animal. Date. He comes to the, the guy comes to him. Hughes comes to him. At, I understand that's a date, but that but by your if your definition is buying someone a drink, I'm just saying him date. buying him a drink is not illegal. No, it's not. You are correct. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. I'm an amazing lawyer, but I have I got to make you a better client. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I, I don't know. Do you think that Louise would think what he's doing is wrong by buying him a drink? Do you think that he thinks what he's doing is wrong? What if all of a sudden he gets serious with this guy? Then what? Does he have to divorce Louise? Louise is certainly going to be upset. Yeah, I agree. And he will. If he wants anything beyond just buying him a drink, yes, there will need to be a divorce. Do you think that there's no potential uh, potential for Louise and Nolan to become intimate? I want that. You do want that? Yes. But I, again, I like the social worker guy too, and I want Nolan to be happy. And even though he is bisexual, we have seen him more often with men. So maybe that's his preference. And if that's the case, and he isn't actually attracted to Louise, then I don't want it. But if he is, then I do want it because I love them as a pair. Mm-hmm. Although they don't have to be intimate to be a pair. But I am scared if she finds out about this, then they're not going to be a pair because she's not going to want anything to do with him. Yeah. And there'll be apples. Ha, 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 There you go. All right. <laughs> Speaking of social, there's Tony. Not Mr. Hughes Tony. But then there's Tony Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh. <laughs> Who's laying the law down on Jack. Yes, indeed. And Jack's in a bit of trouble. A lot happened surrounding Jack. Everyone was. Everyone came to Jack's aid today. Emily, Stevie. Yeah, well, Emily called Stevie and flew her in, which is great. That's exactly what we needed. Yeah, I, I was really glad to see her. Um, and uh, we haven't seen her in a while, and I think she's a great character. And I love when Jack's mom comes back to play, and uh, she did a really good job until she got kicked out of court. Um, but yeah, you're right. Everybody came to Jack's defense because he hasn't done anything wrong and he's only helped the team. And so obviously Emily's going to fight like heck to keep him safe. Ben was his partner. Nolan's his good friend. Stevie's his mom. Everybody has reason to do good for him, except for Margo. So for anyone that's confused, this is what happened. Jack was not drinking. He was drinking OJ. However, the OJ was spiked, not by booze. But by glue? Acetane. Something with glue that has this chemical in it. I think that's what it's called, acetane. And if the blood blood sample showed um, that the acetane, then he would be able to go free and whatever else. And obviously, uh, Schaefer wasn't necessarily in on it. It was the judge. Right. So. And the- that's. My story, and I'm sticking to it. The good thing is, I was really worried here when they say, what if his drink was spiked? I thought that Margot actually spiked his drink somehow with alcohol. And if that's the case, then, then he, he was driving then drunk. Then he was driving drunk, and then he actually would have been risking his own life and little Carl's life, and that would have been way too far. I mean, it's too far to spike somebody's drink with something that isn't booze, but actually putting Carl in physical danger... That would have been so, so far beyond. Um, so I was glad to hear he wasn't actually driving drunk and that the team caught on and believed him. There is never a second of like, 
Jack, are you sure you weren't drinking? You know, they all knew immediately, and I was really, really happy about that. I thought that the social worker, though, was pretty tough on him. Like, came in and was very one-sided, so I kind of thought that he was under Margot's thumb at first, too. But then later on when we see him, I, I didn't feel that same way. But didn't you feel like he was really... Yeah, he was He was certainly, uh, oh, so you let, you let David Clark take care of kids? Right. It's like, yes. Well, how about that? Yeah, he was cleared of all charges. Yeah. You understand that, right, Mr. Social Worker Tony Exactly. Hughes? Exactly. And then going to Nolan's and being like, uh, daycare at a bar. It's not just a bar. It's a country club. Like, it's literally, it's not just like a janky bar down the street, a hole in the wall. This is a really nice country club. Most country clubs have daycares. And uh, tennis courts and spas. Right. They got a lot of this stuff. And I understand that you need to have some sort of written approval that you can have this, like some sort of, what is is it called, permit or whatever. License. License, yeah. And he didn't have that, but that's a technicality. Well, yeah. We can we can pay that off. We're over it. <laughs> and technically, I mean, what? Who was taking care of Carl? I mean, if it was Luis, then it's just more of a family friend than anything. Yeah. All right. I have to say, here's the biggest problem. We've made jokes over the last few years about Carl not uh, Carl not having the best dad around because Jack's. We didn't see Carl for so long. Jack has to send Carl away sometimes. Last week he was with the babysitter for more hours. Like, truth be told, yes, Jack is a very loving father. But is he there for Carl all the time? It's not seeming like it. So do I think that it's kind of justifiable to check out the situation and reevaluate what should be happening? Yeah, by no means do I think Carl should be taken from Jack. But I do think that we... We need to make strides towards Carl having a father that's around more often, which is what we're doing by having him mm-hmm. in the daycare where Jack works. That and, you know, everything tonight was about fathers and, and well, basically child and parent mm-hmm. more so. But you also had fathers, daughters, mothers, all that. And so, you know, in, in the case of Carl, you have Stevie. So, you know, you have you know, grandparent. If Stevie stays. I would like her to stay. Me too. They have a lot, you know, the last thing that they ended on was they have a lot to talk about, so she's going to make some tea. She doesn't scare easy. Nope. Uh, you have David taking care of Carl for a little bit, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's he's technically not the grandfather, and Emily's technically not the mother, but, you know, that's... Well, Emily technically is the mother, just not this Emily. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, very good. Um... Yeah, thematically, I loved what was going on in tonight's episode. The parent-kid relationship, obviously, with Stevie and Jack, with Jack and Carl, with Emily and David, even with Victoria and Margot, and Margot and and little Daniel. Just there was so much, and and they did hit you over the head a little bit with it, but I thought that it was nice saying, you always kind of need your parents, and not to go too far. Stevie gives David the advice not to go too far, because Emily's going to need your dad. Um, and and I, she did. Yeah, and she did. And so did Jack need his mom. And, I, you know, people need these people in their life, or at least it is helpful to have them. So I thought that that was a really, really cool theme of tonight's episode because 
we don't really see that a lot on revenge. There isn't, hasn't been much place for it because everybody's so stuck in their own ways and focused on their own goal. I mean, obviously the whole show was about Emily um, avenging her father, so in that way we see it. But we don't usually see them kind of like needing one another like that. So I thought it was really, really interesting how that all tied in. And of course, Margot and, and Victoria, they're, they're the pair, but we'll hold off talking about them just a minute. Right. Um, and me, I mean, ultimately... So let's talk about uh, this kind of ties into the Jack storyline because uh, the blood sample is with the P.I. Right. And so, What's up with this P.I.? I'm baffled by him. Why? He's uh, well, as he says today, he's protected. You know, he's not just working for Margot. He's working for the Le Marchand name. Right. So who is he? If he is so protective, if it's not about money for him and it's about the Le Marchand name, then who is this dude? I think we were going to see a lot more of him, and there's way more to his story. Absolutely. There usually is. Yeah, of course. Like, what did he do for her dad? Or is he somehow a distant relative? Or how long has he been working for the family? Like, what is going on here that even when Margot kind of says she's going to step back, he's like, no, you aren't. That's strange to me. There's something up. I just don't know what. Well... We can certainly talk about it more once we get to, once we really dive di- uh, deep into Emily. But um, I mean, uh, uh, Margot. I like to jump ahead. You do well. I, I sort of opened it up to that because you know, kind of tie because the like I said, the blood sample was found in his house. Right. Um, what well, wasn't found? It was given, it was thrown up in the air. Which is smart, you know. Then you can run away. Ugh. I guess it was a cool fight. It was cool, but as if he could actually run away in the time that it was thrown up in the air, down, he's out of sight. Emily wouldn't be able to, yeah, he is a freaking ninja. They're all ninjas. I'm a ninja. Yes. Chop, chop, chop. This is what ninjas look like, right? Drunk ninjas. (laughs) Josh says, "Mm mm-mm. Drunk ninjas. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so I'm a drunk ninja. At least I'm a ninja. (laughs) More than you can say. (laughs) All right. Um, but you're in black, and ninjas have to wear black. But right. if you were in a black hoodie, it would be better, like Emily. And I loved, uh, I loved the plan of <laughs> moving t- on. Yes, uh, it, I loved the plan of taking down the judge. This is really good, you know. And, and by the way, see, this is why I, I really do think Ben's kind of more on our side because this was going above and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. But saying this was blackmail. More than it said about Ben, though, it said something about Jack, which is just how far Jack has come from where he was, like innocent little Jack, and now he's been exposed to this world, and now he's okay with blackmailing a judge. It has to do with his own son, of course, and getting keeping his son, so he'll do anything. But wow, has Jack changed? And I don't know if it's for the better. Might be. What do you think? I think so. You know, he he had to kind of grow up. Because how many times, we, we you know, season one, season two, we've all been like, all right, Jack needs to wise up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now at least and he's in wise. this world, at least he can survive in this world a little bit. Before it was like a poor little lamb and he needed <laughs> protecting from any, everybody. And now, yes, he needs protecting, but he can also do a fair share of protecting himself yeah. and protecting other people, which is cool. But I, I don't know. Blackmailing a judge is the, that next level stuff. Well, but it's a, it, it, here's, you know, to, to kind of going off your earlier point, she's a corrupt judge. So mm-hmm. what Ben's doing is for the better. And what Jack, ultimately what Jack's doing, I mean. The, the, so you think that the ends justify the means? I, 
that's what we're certainly arguing. Okay. I could definitely see that. I just I hope he is able to draw a line somewhere because he just keeps getting pushed further and further back. And now that Emily chose Ben and all of this, I, I don't want to see a completely evil side to Jack. Did she choose Ben, though? Is she like... Audibly, she did. To Jack. She just didn't choose Jack. She didn't choose Jack, and she is dating Ben. It's not like she chose Ben over Jack. But we haven't seen them together since that time. She, she, she said she had dinner plans with them. She had to cancel them because she went to go get the blood. But she said she had dinner plans with them. She even said to Jack, I, I have plans with Ben later, so I'll find out what's going on. It's like, uh, icy territory. I don't know if I would say that to Jack right now. He might snap. Yeah. He hasn't yet. But he might. You women need to stop messing with Yes, that's the problem. Us women need to stop messing with. And nothing to do with the fact that uh, there was his drink was spiked or anything like that. I guess that was kind of by a woman. But P.I.'s a man. P.I.'s a man. Okay. And Conrad was a man. There's some bad men out there, too. Bad people of both sexes. Don't you blame it on my sex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well... Regardless, uh, you know, the judge The judge is now completely blackmailed. She won't be doing it. And uh, her campaign can still continue to be funded by Le Masha Publications. Yeah. I hope she loses anyway, though. Good riddance, judge. Yeah. I don't think we'll find out. I don't think it matters, honestly. No. We don't care. Unless we have to go to court again for something. She could run in the South. There's an office available for... Now that Lyman's no longer... Well, he wasn't elected. All the more reason why he's... She would have to do a whole campaign. And that's difficult. We miss Lyman. I'm campaigning on behalf of Lyman. You can't campaign on behalf of a dead person, Phil. Well, I it doesn't work like that. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what she's going to do. All right. Oh, so good. So good. Can't wait till the fourth movie. <laughs> redefining a trilogy hunger games everybody's what we're talking about all right they, oh they know what it means to volunteer as tribute emily volunteers as tribute okay all right victoria oh my god she would kick butt in the hunger Games. yes oh my gosh she would beat katniss i don't know actually they appear together they, all right they, fans let us out. let us know below emily van camp versus jennifer lawrence as Katniss. No, not every, as Katniss. I don't no, want she's Emily Jennifer, as Katniss. No. Jennifer Lawrence is Katniss. Emily Van Camp is Emily Thorne. Slash Amanda Clark. Slash Amanda Clark in a game of Hunger Games. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Write your comments below. Yeah. we Maybe we should get Katniss some training with Takeda. He's dead. Yeah. Well, flashbacks are for a reason. Okay. <laughs> so are DeLoreans. Um, yep. Totally. Victoria, um, she has one ultimate goal, and that is get this inheritance money. I, I don't know if this is all of it or this is a portion of it, but forty million is supposed to be going to this wing. Yes, yeah, she wants it to be the Daniel Grayson wing at the hospital, which I think is a really smart idea to start to make Daniel's name a better, brighter thing to say. 
um, and do something good with it. Because we all know that Daniel died for a really good cause. Nobody else knows that, and they think he died a villain. But he really died a hero, and so she wants him to be shown in that light. So, And, and no matter who you're doing it for, I mean, well, it's hard to say because it's like, think about somebody in our day and age who would be known as a, a murderer. Here's, here's um, whenever you pull out the Hitler card... I feel like it trumps any argument. But how much money would you need? Like right. $3 billion to name it the Hitler West Wing? I mean, first of all, Hitler killed millions and millions of people, so it's a little different. And Daniel only killed a couple, <laughs> like, <laughs> supposedly. Um, but I get what you're saying. It would be more like um, uh, one of the people like from the Boston bombings or school shootings, somebody who made the news, but then it, it wasn't talked about for a in history books for years and years and years to come. Although this might, who knows? But the point is, to have his name up there, I would understand why people would vote it down. It is disrespectful to what people believe happened. But that's not what actually happened, and we know that. So it's hard for me to think about voting against it because I know he died a hero. But everybody else thinks he's a bad guy. So looking at his name every day is like, what the heck? So yeah, I don't know. If Forty million is enough. Well, clearly it was, it was the right price because everyone unanimously voted for it, except one person. Right? Was it Emily? No. And that's right. We, we we did take a little pause right there, and we looked at all the names, and we're like, okay, who do we know? Well, we know Emily Thorne. However, that's too obvious. But we also know uh, Margot. Yeah. And she was on that list of board members. She was, and I knew it. I knew it wasn't Emily, because why on earth would Emily vote against this when Daniel saved her life? And that's exactly what she says. And I didn't know why Margot would vote against it, but she did, which was so silly. Why didn't she have the conversation with Victoria beforehand saying, I don't want to announce that I'm pregnant at this because I don't want there to be that sort of tie, but I still will support this. Why'd they have to do it after the vote already happened? It makes no sense. Right? A hundred percent. You know, it was just an ad- if nothing else, it was just an added bit of suspense in the episode. I'm glad she didn't announce it though, because imagine if she announced that she was pregnant and then the next day she lost her baby. The timing wise, I could see that would have not been so good. <laughs> yeah, it was just added salt to the wound. Um, At least now, not the public didn't know she was pregnant, but maybe now they'll know. Do you think she'll come out and say she was pregnant? Or no? <sighs> If it's going to hurt Emily, yes. Mm. I mean, it, it, part of it is um, this uh, This overall, it was a good episode, but I didn't feel the loss as much as I normally do. How come? I think you said it, and you didn't say it on air, so I'm going to steal it. Oh, good. Take my thoughts. Just claim them as your own. Well, I just Cop- gave you credit. I should copyright that next I, time. I just gave you credit, actually. <laughs> um, it's it's the idea that uh, this was the first time we've really seen the baby. You know, obviously it hasn't been born yet, but we, we've seen it in the womb. And we, we we put the photo in the bed and all these various things. And, and it was just so heavy with the baby tonight that it was just too soon. You gotta let it, you gotta, in in the words of Lil Wayne, let it build. Yeah, I agree. Like, if we went and got the ultrasound, and then the next episode was the crib, and then the next episode was the uh, baby shower, and then the next step, you know, if every time we got more used to this baby coming, and then it was ripped from us, that would have been quite the loss. But we, we did have, we let it build a little bit. At least it wasn't the first episode we even knew she was pregnant. Um, 
so I at least there was a little bit. And what sold it for me was the acting job. I thought that they did an incredible job um, on both ends, Victoria and Margot. When t- actually they're sitting in the hospital and she's crying, I, I just thought that was a really moving moment. So I do feel what you're saying, but it, it did work for me. And surprisingly, I felt really, really bad for Margot. That all shattered completely when Margot claimed Emily pushed her. And, and then I was like, Margot, honestly, nobody deserves to lose a child, but you do deserve to feel some pain because that is so messed up. In the worst upsides in the history of upsides, she can still have another baby. Emily can't. Yeah. That's very true. But she can't have Daniel's baby. No one can. Right. If Emily can't, Margot can't. Yeah, but she can have another baby. That is that is true. Um so there you go. And it's you have to look at it it's ironic in that way. And, you know, I mean, she did just try to take a child away from somebody else. Right. A.K.A. Carl and Jack. And so that cannot be lost in in irony. I know. Absolutely. I just think that it's so insane that we see her tonight. It must be the P.I. that changed her mind because she she was saying we might need to drop this. When Emily goes to talk to David, he says drop it. Then she goes to say Margot. I thought they'd be on the same page. She brings her birth certificate and Margot's like, I'll never drop this. She's saying, I don't trust you and I'll never make peace with you. When she had just been telling the PI she needed to drop it. So maybe, do you think he changed her mind or or what? Because if Emily came with this peace offering, this is the biggest thing she could give her. Yeah, but the truth is, like, what was um, what was going to be the game plan to clear Daniel's name in Emily's game plan? Right. It, it was a long-term game. So. You think she needed a quicker satisfaction? Yeah. Yeah, she wanted Emily to come out and tell the truth, which is impossible. So, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know, but now maybe Emily will come out and tell the truth because she feels so awful about what happened to Margot. But then once she finds out that Margot claims she pushed her, then she won't feel as bad, I don't think. No, well, I think, uh, I mean, Emily certainly... Knows that something's not right, which is why she goes, right, it's foreshadowed, Stevie talking to David, you know, she's going to need you at a, at a certain time, and oh, tonight's the night. You know, I couldn't help a picture in tonight's episode, if, like, because I kind of saw some vibes with Stevie and David, too. I was like, what I if... I like that. I was like, what if Stevie and David got together, and Jack and Emily ended up together, and, like, the four of them raised Carl, and all moved to California and lived happily ever after? I don't know. I'm not saying I would like it. I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. I'm just saying that's kind of what I was picturing tonight. It's kind of weird because then the father, they would be like brother and sister. Yeah. It's a little incestual. Not by blood, but by marriage. Creepiness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then we would also, we need to bring Nolan along as the crazy uncle. So there's more people that would have to join up. <laughs> Nolan would definitely love... Malibu and things like that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot here for I'm sure he has a couple beach houses over here for sure. Yeah, we need the whole team, though. We can't can't separate the team at this point. Absolutely not. So speaking of teams, why don't we get into predictions? I don't understand your segues anymore, Phil. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Do you understand the moon? No. Then you understand my segues. What? (laughs) 
Nobody knows. No, no one knows. I'm looking to you guys, huh? You can't understand the moon, therefore you can't understand my segues. Are you the moon? Are your segues the moon? Give me the transitive property here. If if I can't understand you and I can't understand the moon... And then you don't need to understand the segues. Then the moon and your segues are A... Speaking of the moon, we're going to be shooting for the moon with our predictions, so let's open it up. That was better. That was a better segue. I got that one. There you go. Um, Emily confesses. Confessing. That's what they're making it seem like, at least. She's making an announcement to the world. I am. Is she going to say Amanda Clark? I don't know. Is she going to clear the name of her ex-boyfriend, Daniel? I don't know. Is she gonna? That seems more believable. I don't know what she's gonna do. They made it seem like she was gonna announce to the world she's Amanda, but at this point, and eh, most people know. At least she has the birth certificate back though, and Marco doesn't have it because she's a witch. Hmm. Well, it, it certainly. Uh, you know, this whole Victoria thing. I was wondering how they're gonna do it, and and Victoria's now fully back to being evil. Hmm. Well, she is under the premise that. Emily pushed Margot. Well, how, much convi- out, how, how do we convince her otherwise? Maybe there's security footage from outdoor shops, or maybe Margot comes clean, or something happens, or maybe there were eyewitnesses. I don't know exactly how, but if we can convince Victoria that Margot's lying, then I think a lot of things will change. By the way, this is the world's worst cam driver. Yeah. Yeah. You hit a woman. A pregnant woman. That part he didn't know. But you still, like, you hit a person, regardless of a woman. Yeah. You literally just, just... I wanted to see her get to the hospital. Did Emily bring her? Uh, I'm sure anyone within that vicinity called 911. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Margot should be more careful where she walks. Well, she was trying to hail a cab. Yeah. So the cab was coming. Just it needed to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, I don't know what to say about this cab. It it it, it it's not like she was just maybe in the somebody middle else of the... hired the cab to hit her. That's what I think. You don't. I mean, there's got to be something more. I stole to that. your prediction. That's because you stole my earlier comment. Yeah, but I gave you credit. No, well, uh, I'm giving you credit. So I think you uh, don't understand the moon. You don't. You just don't. So I, you know, I think it ties back to the PI in some way. Okay. I really do. Yeah, I definitely could. I don't know much about him. He scares the bejesus out of me, so we'll see. Any other predictions? I don't think Emily's going to come out about her, but I think she is going to try to say something about Daniel and try to force peace. And we'll see how we'll see how Margot and, and Victoria react to it. What about with Nolan and Mr. Hughes? Uh, you think love is in the air? If for now, I think it's going to be a weaker storyline of of the whole thing but i'd rather see him and so you're excited for it is what you're trying to say so not excited for it <laughs> fair enough partly i mean i i guess he dresses he 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 um what do they call it he uh he he, he cleans up well oh cleans he, up nice yeah he cleans up nice because he did not look so nice earlier in the day i thought he always looked nice he's a handsome dude tony hughes yeah Really? Yeah. I don't know the moon, then. You don't even know the moon. What do you know about them stars, though? Nothing. All <laughs> right. Nothing. I know nothing. Well, if you like Tony Hughes, then I honestly can say with certainty, I know nothing. Okay. Well, then I can say with certainty, you know nothing. 
because I like Tony Hughes. Okay. I didn't think he was that attractive, but so be it. All right. And I am the authority on attractiveness, by the way. All right. So that about wraps it up. That's all we're kind of left with. Um, you know, uh, so far all is well in the village. So we'll kind of be stirring the pot in many different directions. But is it Hamptons the village? The village, yeah. Oh. No. Or is Afterbus the village? Everything. Oh. We're all part of the moon village. Moon village. All right, Roxy Stryer, where can the people find you? You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And, of course, we have Copple for Mayor. That's on a Copple's Twitter. We have Christina Kaplan, can be found at Tina Cap. And AfterBuzz TV is ours, so definitely interact with us, you know, up until next week. Hashtag ABTV Revenge. That's right. And uh, it's been fun. Answer some of our silly questions. Why not? Let us know what you think. Hopefully that made it a little bit more fun. And uh, let us know what you guys thought of the episode. Was uh, was, the, was the death of this baby too fast? Did or... you think it was worthy of the title loss? Yeah, because we've suffered so much loss, and this is the first time we've had to name an episode <laughs> loss. Um, all right, guys. We'll see you next Sunday for another Revenge. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.